Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. A story that everybody's talking about, and, and with good reason, especially here in the Hamilton area, is uh, the announcement uh, by uh, Donald Trump that he is going to impose tariffs on steel and aluminum. And uh, significant tariffs, we're told. Now, we don't have all the details, but there's an awful lot of speculation. He says the details are going to be announced sometime next week. Uh, and he's been tweeting about this, and uh, he met with the, the steel industry. And, uh, well, he seems pretty intent that this is what he's going to do. Steel and aluminum, we'll see a lot of good things happen. We're going to have new jobs popping up. We're going to have much more vibrant companies. And then the rest is going to be up to management to make them truly great. Well, that's uh, Donald Trump's take on this. Uh, other people have different takes. Even the Wall Street Journal, the conservative Wall Street Journal, says that uh, if he imposes these tariffs, it's going to penalize American workers. The United Auto Workers have said the same thing. As a matter of fact, the auto industry in the United States is, is encouraging Trump to not do this. There's thought of trade war now with China and the European nation, Germany, and of course Canada. And if Canada is going to be involved, and the speculation seems to be that it will be, that's going to have an impact on this economy. You know, Stelco and ArcelorMittal de Fasco, of course, are looking at this with great interest. So what's going to happen? What do we do about this? Tony Valeria is the Vice President of Corporate Affairs with ArcelorMittal de Fasco, and he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Morning, Tony. How are you today? Morning, Bill. Very did, good. Thanks did, for having me on. Did you sleep well last night? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> You're, listen, let's let's get into this and the implications of this. This is kind of scary stuff, and and I know that here in Hamilton we were always concerned about this. You know, we were watching with the NAFTA negotiations and saying, well, look, at, that's going to have an impact on steel. And we knew there was a clause in that NAFTA deal that does give the president of the United States uh, some leeway when it comes to instituting things like tariffs. Nobody ever thought he was going to do this, but uh, it looks like our worst nightmare may be coming true here. Well, uh, yeah, and I think, you know, at the top of your show, as you were talking about uh, about this particular uh, announcement that the uh, the president made yesterday, essentially what he said was, uh, I'm going to announce something next week. And uh, he indicated what he was uh, going to announce. But, you know, overnight, I mean, if it, following the media reports overnight, there was been, there has been a significant number of uh, of. Uh, senators and uh, congressmen uh, from the Republican Party uh, asking the president to reconsider. So, you know, from our perspective, uh, as you said, we don't have all the details. Um, we're, we're, you know, we continue to remain focused on conveying to the Canadian government that, you know, they continue to work their back channels. They continue to make the representations that Canada should be exempted from the 232. And, and I think, you know, lost in all of this, although we keep trying to resurrect the, the, uh, the, the perspective, is that there, we need to differentiate between fair and unfair trade. And I, th- and I think with the president, uh, president suggesting yesterday uh, that tariff of, of 25% across the board, um, you've got a lot of people sitting back saying, uh, you know, listen, Canada is not the problem. Uh, you know, we're definitely we're not the security risk for sure, which is the underpinning of, of the 232. We're, we're 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 partners in NORAD. We're partners in NATO. So it's not a security issue. If the issue is unfair trade, subsidized steel being shipped into into NAFTA, into North America, then a t- more targeted approach against those countries that are actually bending uh, the the trade rules uh, seems more appropriate than an approach that uh, that takes a broad brush. 
Tony, this has got to be a very frustrating exercise. Well, for you in particular, I mean, even in your past life in, in politics, I mean, you've negotiated with the high and the mighty on a number of different issues like this, and you understand the art of compromise and trying to find deals, and, and you did that quite well in your political life, and you're doing it now with Arsenal DeFasco. But you've got a guy in the White House right now that just doesn't seem to let the facts get in the way of a, of a good rant. I mean, because his own people are telling him what you just said, and it doesn't seem to, to re- resonate with this guy. Well, that, well, that's right. In, in, in fact, if you think of, uh, you know, steel in particular and, and the context, uh, you know, the balance of steel trade between Canada and United States over, you know, in 2016, there was over 10 million metric tons of, of steel worth over $11 billion traded between our two countries. Uh, you know, we shipped uh, to the United States uh, about 5.4 million metric tons, the U.S. shipping back into Canada, just under that, a bit higher valued steel, but just under that in terms of the volume. I mean, we are essentially in balance. The the supply chains are very much integrated. On the automotive side, you've got parts crossing the border seven, eight times before final assembly. Um, It's a win-win for both of our countries in terms of keeping the borders open open and ensuring that there's an efficient flow of trade. It supports a lot of jobs. It supports a lot of investment. And, you know, those are the facts. And, and, uh, but this president seems to, as you say, uh, you know, not allow facts to get in the way. So it is frustrating. But, uh, but Bill, as you know, uh, you know, we're not, we're not going to just sit back. We're continuing to work with our Canadian government and position us to uh, ask for that exemption if the if the exemption does not come through uh, then you know uh, Canada needs to take some action on two fronts one there's obviously the the issue of what do you do now is there is there a retaliation uh, against the United States for this uh, not where anybody wants to go I don't think that's that's the that's the answer but you may be forced into that so if there's a 25 percent tariff on Canadian steel going into the United States uh, you you may see the, a similar tariff for U.S. steel coming into Canada, and that will certainly uh, impact the United States. But the issue, irrespective of whether Canada is exempted or not, will be how do we deal with the diversion with, with, with the 13 or so million metric tons of steel that, in fact, the U.S. Uh, is trying to displace through this 232 action? Uh, you know, even a small percentage, even if we were to get, uh, you know, 20% of, of that uh, 13 plus million metric tons of steel that, that the U.S. is looking to divert coming into Canada, it will adversely impact our markets. So the Canadian government needs to put in place uh, measures to ensure that we are not uh, impacted by the diversion of this large supply of steel that will be shut out of the United States. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.